your friends can make your heart flutter. You can break up with your friends. You can have like you can feel all the same things. Like love is just love, and like companionship is just companionship. And when I thought of it like that, it got a lot easier to find and a lot easier to like see as well. And I was like, no, it doesn't have to be holding hands in an Italian restaurant and walking by the beach and kissing in the rain. It can just be like again. It can just be like talking about penis on the PS4 party with friends I've known for years, and then just feeling like, oh my god, I feel in my chest like how in love with my friends I am. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chai with Rai. Hi, I'm your host Rai, and each week I bring on guests from the creative industry to discuss all things life and culture. So, if you haven't done so, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you love this podcast and are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Audible, or wherever you stream your podcast from, if you could do me a kind favor and make sure to rate the podcast on whichever platform you're listening it on, it organically grows the show, connects us with listeners who haven't tuned in before, and puts the podcast in top list for all the streaming sites as well feel free to and i encourage you to tag us whilst you listen to this on the tiktoks the twitters the flitters the grams the pinterest it's back y'all what's next bebo high five myspace you never know and as i always say this overall just shares the love and the message of the show so let's warm up our cuppers and let's dive into part two with the cast of sundown kiki when i was hearing companionship i imagined it was like just general companionship not just romantic and things like that but I feel like I've learned a lot about it in the past like two or three years. I mean, also it, it helps that I'm in a relationship as well, in a romantic relationship. But like before then, I would just be, I, I just would like, I needed it. Like I needed that specific closeness. Or I felt like I, I needed it, I hunted it. And then I stopped looking for it and then it kind of happened naturally. And then having it happen like that and over the course of years and like meeting all of you guys. But um, like it made me realize like, it's just like, it's just flexible. Like you can have a really good closeness with someone and it can just be platonic and it can be like really fulfilling and really nice. And it was a thing of like, when I dumb, when I dumbed it down in my head and thought of it like working with kids as well, like looking at like they look at it, your friends can make your heart flutter. You can break up with your friends. You can have like, you can feel all the same things. Like love is just love. And like companionship is just companionship. And when I thought of it like that, it got a lot easier to find and a lot easier to like see as well. And I was like, no, it doesn't have to be holding hands in an Italian restaurant and walking by the beach and kissing in the rain. It can just be like, again, it can just be like talking about penis on the PS4 party with friends I've known for years. And then just feeling like, oh, my God, I feel in my chest, like how in love with my friends I am. I go to rehearsals. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm just I'm, I'm in love with Wednesdays and Saturdays. I'm in love with these people. Love instead of it just being like one type of love. I think that like something about queer queer relationships that like i mean i was in a, a like a six and a half year long romantic relationship until very recently it is it was and is now again a platonic relationship and he's literally cooking dinner right now okay <laughs> i think he's got his airpods in though i don't think you can hear me talking about him no you can hear me talking about you or not hi <laughs> anyways um <laughs> my point is i think that like well, this is a, a case in point. You're making the rules as you go. Because I think the second that you actually do take the step of entering a queer relationship, you realize that actually, no, this really butts heads with all the rom-coms that I was presented with in my childhood. Like this really butts heads with the relationships that I see around me in you know, straight friends and in whatever. Like, no, the, the, the rules for what is that does not apply to what I want and what feels good for me here. So let's let's figure out what does, you know? And I think that it really requires, I think that there's something that's a bit like more difficult perhaps in that like when you've got, when you're in a straight relationship, I assume there is that sense of like, this is how this is going to go. We're gonna meet and then we're gonna do this and then you're gonna meet my family and then you're gonna do this and then we're gonna get married and then we're gonna have, and, and you know, and then we're gonna have two cars and a house and then we're gonna die. And then, and that's the story. Um, and we're not going to see anybody else and I'm not even going to want anybody else. And then like, you know, like the, there's that monogamy bullshit, if you ask me, that comes into that. And I think that like when you are presented with a situation where that conveyor belt sort of situation, like you've hopped off of that. So let's walk around the factory floor and see what there is. But you have to trust somebody because there's nothing to go on in the same way. And like we sort of discussed when we were talking about 
what we wanted to change in 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 queer i guess like culture was that like the things that are represented as well like i don't i also don't want to fall in love with you have sex get aids and die so what is between this <laughs> this like you know the notting hill story and the and <laughs> the, the illness hill. and yeah i mean like but what is genuinely what's between love actually, or he's just not that into you, uh, and 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 literally just illness and death and and hell and and all of this, you know, and also discrimination. Like it's not just that. So where is the love? Like, and how do we make that work? And I think it makes so many more interesting kinds of relationships, so many different kinds of dynamics, so many different sort of agreements that you enter with another person. And that's exciting, but it does, I think it makes you have to behave really maturely and really, I don't know, you have to, I think it requires for things to be healthy, for you to constantly be asking yourself and your partner a lot of questions. Yeah, I would love to be in a relationship. Um, I haven't been in one before. And I feel like from the ending of, <laughs> from the ending of last year, I went on like my first date and there was many a red flags. Um, yes, many a red flags. He told me that he was in a messy friendship group. I said red flag. And yeah, there was just a few things and um, it didn't last, but he has been popping up and stuff. And it's nice to be desired, but sometimes it's like, you just gotta cut someone off. But sometimes it's difficult because I'm in a relationship and sometimes I can get touched off and everything, so yeah. And also it's difficult to date because I don't wanna go on a dating app because I don't, wanna, I don't want my face to be out there like that. So I feel like I've only really met people on a night out, which is annoying because it's like, I don't get to be presented with the sober version of that person. It's like, I got to re-meet that person to know who, who that is and everything. So um, yeah. And then also I met a guy um, not too long ago. I don't know if we're allowed to mention names. And he- <laughs> Protect you. Protect I'm not gonna you. name Joe. Maybe yeah. don't. Maybe don't for your own self. <laughs> okay, I won't. I don't wanna start any mess or anything. And um, he, um, he liked me more than I liked him which was annoying because like, when you want to be in a relationship, it's like, why the fuck am I presented with this? But anyway, yeah, and it's difficult because I'm like, do I try to, this is really ghetto, I'm sorry. It's ghetto out here in the streets. I'm like, do I allow myself to try and does connection build or does it need to be the immediate with him kind of thing? Cause he likes me already. Or is it like, because I don't like him, as much as he likes me, maybe I should let him go. I just have one question. You said mm -hmm. he's been popping up. Does that mean he's been popping up in rehearsals? Um, Chai, have you been seeing a white boy pop in rehearsals? Oh, uh, it's a white boy. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I guess for me, like, I, I love connection. I love talking to people. Like, obviously, like, you can find love in loads of different places. Um, like, like, a platonic love, like, like what Jay was saying, I'm in love with coming in rehearsals and I'm in love with literally everyone in the cast and crew. Like, yeah, that's like, this is special connection that you have. Um, but like, it's always, I guess for me, like I, I, I like getting to know people. I love talking to people and just uh, like seeing how we would get on in that sort of, that sort of um, aspect. But the one thing I don't like is when you feel that you need to change yourself or when you feel that you need to like adapt your own sense of self or your style or how you talk or how you present yourself or what you wear and X, Y, and Z, your likes, your dislikes, having to new, like add things to become more, you know, interesting towards someone. Um, that's what I don't like. And I think if I were to go back in time, I would say, yeah, you wouldn't, yeah. If you don't like it, you could just say, you just don't like it. Be truthful. Like you don't have to say, oh no, no I'm going to give it a listen. And then, you know, they'll say, oh, well, like, my God, that whole aspect of like you, you having to change yourself to become more desirable to someone, like just present yourself as yourself, which is something that I've kind of only really learned recently that like how I look, how I, you know, relate to myself and to the world, that is what people should be attracted to. Not that person loves, I don't know, Taylor Swift. I have to like Taylor Swift because they like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, she, she came to my mind, the first person. Why are you coming for me? Because I like Taylor Swift. I like two of Taylor Swift albums. Two. Just two. <laughs> One, two. Done. I love um, you so much. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I, I don't, I don't want to change myself for someone. I don't want to change myself for someone. Period. Best thing about like connection is the fact that you may, you may find new things that you may like that so you, you would never have had before because you are 
in a relationship or you are in in a situationship or whatever um but that's like that's the whole that's a wonderful aspect of being in a situationship i guess with someone or even just fancying someone you never know jasper i keep on getting reminded of this of like relationships i find it a lot easier personally to be romantically involved with uh women historically i have been that's just my experience so far and so i've only had like what I would define as meaningful relationships, no shade to anyone else, but with women over a period of time. And one thing I found is this culture of dismissing any kind of midway spectrum queerness, like bisexuality, pansexuality, stuff like that, within like single sex, hetero or queer. You know what I mean? So like basically what I'm trying to find- Hetero or homosexuality, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, and anything other than that, because it's, it's like, I remember there was someone I was like completely, completely beside with head over heels, like, and then it was only like when our relationship really started breaking down anyway. But then I suddenly realized they were saying stuff like, oh, but you know, I did this with a girl, but it doesn't count because it's two girls, like that doesn't count and stuff like this. And I suddenly realized that they held a lot of views that really directly invalidated a lot of my personal identity to do with queerness and just things that I really are inherently more personal to me, but also just things I believe anyway. And I don't think you need to agree with your partner wholeheartedly on everything. If anything, I I like that when there's conflicts because you can learn from each other. But when there's things like that, and that for me is now I approach dating very differently to what I used to. And I need to, even if it is with someone who identifies as a woman, I will purposely bring up queer themes and like, probe them to find out kind of where they're at with that because it really you know I I gave myself to that person for like six seven months and I realized there were red flags that whole time through to be honest a lot about you know they knew about me and then wanting threesomes but then it only being with like me and another guy and her instead of you know another woman because that would be threatening to her but then it would be a, a kink or a fetish with another guy and stuff like that and like there were just general a lot of red flags that for me I was like okay Kind of, kind of, but that was kind of the last thing for me. And I think I was only able to see that because the relationship was already breaking down. And I, the, when I speak to people, I've realized a lot of people with a similar sexual identity to myself have had very similar experiences and haven't realized until further down the line, especially when you're in that awkward like 16 to 23, 25 block when you might be entering your first relationships whilst exploring queerness, like serious relationships. I would just say, like, Maybe one day someone will love me romantically. But, like, I'm cool with Dino. Me and my 45 cats. Right. I feel like Emmanuel has brought such chaotic energy to this chat. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, me Nicola is chaotic right now. I started at 5.30, I'm finished at 12.30, and they try to give me no break. Shit. I said, I need to eat. When I'm meant to my dinner at 4, blood fat 30. Like, what the heck? correct in saying like everybody's not just an actor or a performer they all have other things as well right in the creative industry what is the hardest thing and like pro and cons of doing that and also do you feel you have had to do that like I feel like I have had to go behind the scenes and do certain things because if I was just an actor I wasn't getting the auditions that I was getting my agent wasn't pushing me for certain things so I had to find other avenues to create work for myself or to find people like myself to push myself forward Asa, go. I'm like, yeah, like I I graduated drama school in 2018 and I was the only person in my whole year across like three different strands of training to not come out with a to not come out with an agent. Which was like when you spend three years of your life dedicating yourself to acting and you know, them basically saying, You'll get an agent, you will get an agent. And then for you to come out, you're just like, oh, so there's no agent. Of course you have to make stuff for yourself. And like, I am, I can happily say that I have been on and off working and doing like acting jobs and writing jobs for around like two and a half years now. I would probably say that I've probably been much more happier than some people who have agents because like, I'm literally my own agent. I do the stuff that I want to do. Not as like, oh, can you do this? Can you do this self-tape for... I don't know, Ocado or whatever. Could you do this voice reel for Roald Dahl? Like, like everything that I do, I do for my own enjoyment. And I do that because it's going to better my spirit and my soul. And like, uh, like, even though like sometimes it is like writing is a very lonely process sometimes, especially when you're in your early days, it is stressful. 
Mm. Um, like I know for myself that like I, I can be a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to my own work. So even when I know that something, even in the, even when it, even in its like earliest drafts and versions, if it's not meeting my own expectations, I genuinely will take that out of myself. Like I would say that, oh, me as a creative human being is terrible and I should stop doing it completely. Um, which is something that I've been uh, going through quite recently, which is a uh, really fun. But yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of, you know, I find there's a lot of agency, I feel, when you are multi-talented, multi-talented, when you multi-talented, multifaceted, uh, like you've got loads of different bows to your string, many different violins in your orchestra. Like you can, you just, do it you don't have any fear of like oh i need this person it's like yeah you kind of do need that person if you want someone to look it over but you can just do it and go for it you can write whatever the hell you want like one of the reasons why i love writing is to piss off people people <laughs> who think that they like people who think that they can own something or own a genre or you know this is how theater should be or this is how i want to explore x y and z it's like you know you don't own shit i can tear it apart for you do whatever and like even mm-hmm. even with sundown like it's all of us coming from many different aspects of like dance ballroom theater we're all bringing our own individuality into that it's like this wonderful queer melting pot of fabulousness that i I don't even think we understand just as at this this moment in time what it is going to be like because we're still creating and that's still really exciting so yeah with me being a dancer specifically a vogue it's so weird i actually didn't call myself an actor before i was in this project even though like i've loved to act as a kid and i did it a lot in school but then acting kind of took a back seat and dancing and vogue kind of came out of nowhere and that became like how i that was like the main way of me being able to express myself artistically but it's so funny because and they're also on top of those two things also i'm a community organizer i do a lot of work with queer somalis and trans somalis in uk and I find that, like, for whatever reason, I'm always drawn, whether it is in acting or in my dance or in my other field of work, I'm always drawn to stuff that's about community and other people. This is not even actually a question, but I care. Um, But I think, yeah, I think I don't have any interest in telling stories or not being a part, or, or I don't have any interest in being a part of things that aren't about my people, you know? Don't get me wrong, like, a Marvel check would look cute. <laughs> but so sorry, let me actually ask you a question. What are the pros of that? The pros of that is that I'm always doing something that I love, it's something I care about, and I can feel myself doing that. The cons are there's, there's no money. I need to pay the rent. Uh, sometimes it can be it can be kind of hard, especially with more so with my Vogue and dance because I'm more experienced than that. It can be quite hard if you're mentally going through it or if you're yeah, like if you're in a bad place, it can be kind of hard to detach that i know people say like i'll oh, bring bring your bring your feelings and bring all of that and put it in your mm-hmm. art but i don't always enjoy doing that and then i find that kind of hard sometimes to yeah just great to edit yeah, yeah. going for me the <laughs> negative of like having to do so many things is like it's because this industry is so much like who you know I find like talent is so often pushed to the side like you could be so talented but if you don't know the right people you ain't going nowhere and like that's facts and it like breaks my heart so often you know like I didn't go to drama school don't have talent agent don't know honestly Jack Shea I'm surprised I'm even here most part but like <laughs> it's like you have to do all these things just to get noticed it feels like and like I've always just wanted to write because I have like I like acting it's fun and I like mainly just meeting new people and socializing but I've never wanted to be in the spotlight like that's hikey for me like <clears throat> hate that but yeah I think that's my point Jay yeah so I'm kind of I would count myself mainly as an actor like and I used to I used to be very proud of that as well there's the thing of like I'd always think of it as like I'm the Darth Vader of most projects I'll carry out the will of the of the brain of the writer and I will love that I love to hear ideas and I love to portray it as truthfully as I can but um my only other thing my only thing that I would put aside from my everyday work and my acting work is is um I'm a member of the socialist party in southeast London Mm. that's kind of the other thing my other time eater (laughs) but um getting that political mind and also that kind of shit like that made me realize like I do really like to write but I don't have the time to and it's not like I it's not like I have to push myself it's like I used to love, I keep a journal and I love writing it and I love writing poems and ideas and things like that. And then uh, this is coming back to capitalism. I'm fucking exhausted. I'm exhausted and I don't want to. Like, I don't have the, 
the the rested brain to actually want to and then when i see my friends or anyone who is doing multifaceted creative things it's great and it's not a it's not an inherently sad thing to do but it's yeah. also that that fucking really shitty twist of it of like but i also have to do this to sustain myself mm. it's also the thing of like there's so little people who are like i do this because i like it it just happens to sustain me it's like no i do this but i'm also on a pressure to sustain myself and stuff like that and that's my two cents on it as someone I really wouldn't class myself as a multi, multi creative. Not to say I'm not good at shit. I have lots of skill. I like. I love music. I love writing this and that. But someone who would, I would be one. Were it that we had more time, were that we were given more time in our day to day lives, I would definitely be one. See, I think like I, I guess I feel like it's like a synthesis of all the stuff that's mentioned. Like obviously, like the things that make it hard are, I mean, capitalism. And like, I think that's just also about just like the way the world works in general, because like, I mean, working in like visual art, live art, and like, and whether that's traditional theater or more performance art, uh, and then music and writing for whatever purposes. Like, I think that because we have this sense of like, you know, like that things are supposed to be linear, it's really difficult. There's just not enough hours in the day. Like, let alone, like, m earning money aside, because that's a big issue. But even if you were just to look at the creative side of this, like, I work as a part-time barista, but my point is, even if I wasn't, like, there's this idea that, you know, if you want to do, if you want to perform, then you sell yourself like this, and you follow these steps, and this is how you arrive at something that can make you money on a very regular basis. Performance is a poor example, because it's really difficult to find those avenues. But even when it comes to directing or photography, like, this is how I would build my portfolio. And this is who I would go to to do this, this and that music. I allocate this amount of money to recording, you know, in a studio, to hiring these, you know, musicians, to organizing these gigs. And then I, you know, and then and then this progresses that way. But when you are sitting in all four of these bits, you have to pick different pathways at different points. And I think that the hardest thing is sometimes looking at that multitude of skills and that multitude of like, energy and genuine joy because it is so wonderful paving your own way it's so exciting to to express yourself and to really hone in on to how you relate to the world and how you can channel that into creative work like i think that's such a privilege to actually decide to devote your time to that but to do that all <laughs> in the world that we're living in is frankly just exhausting and it does take a toll on everything that isn't work your hobbies become work, you know? Now a day off, I'm making music, but that is also work. Um, and, and I think that, you know, finding time to just simply maintain things becomes just such a challenge. Um, and like taking care of yourself is also, you know, creating work, but it is also getting enough sleep. It is also like taking a shower and calling your mom and like, you know, and those things can really fall through the cracks. So I guess it's just, you know, being a, being a person. <laughs> it's, really it's hard. It's so hard. Um, yeah, this is the first night that I've slept more than five hours and I think three weeks. And I think that like, it's those nights where you like actually sleep and you wake up and you look in the mirror like, it's been a while since I did that. Those are the times. <gasps> Everything's fine. <laughs> but it, it's like, yeah, just, yeah, that powerhouse energy. It's hard to do that all the time. But it is so exciting. That's it. That's my thought. <laughs> Hardest thing, um, money. Look, actually making streams of money from that. Because um, once you get into one thing, then you lose something for something else. And then you forget that you're doing this commission. And then you could have posted that poem on that day. Your friend got loads of shares. But, and then like uh, money and money and happiness, which is a whole other thing. And then what was the a highlight? Highlight. A highlight of it. Shit like this, man. Like by by nature of being like diverse in my skill set and my trade is how I know people like Tristan is how I know people like Asa and uh, you know and now I know all of you wonderful people and that's it it's it's and family like yeah this and family are the same thing for me so I would say think shit like this and family all right let's quickly uh wrap it in all right favorite part of your job in one word of being a creative angel quickly people Let's go T and then J, Afi, Asa. Healing. J. Shit. People as well. I love shit. Afi and then Asa. Mm, oh, I want to say healing as well. You can say that. You can say can that. I, can yeah. I? <laughs> yeah, healing. Asa. Surprising people. 
Oh. There's always a first time when someone is introduced to a theme or a topic or a point of discussion. And to be a part of that is like so fucking exciting. Like the stakes are high, but like, Jeremy, you know I mean? it's a shit example, but like Waterloo Road did a trans, like an episode discussing transness in like 2011, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I don't remember this episode and I know I watched every episode of Waterloo Road and I only remember because I rewatched it like in lockdown and I suddenly realised that was probably the first time I encountered that. How did that make me think? And my friends were watching that. How did that make them think? And so just to know as a creative that you can be it, the inception of someone's first thoughts, you know, it puts a lot of onus on you sometimes and sometimes that's the God, God complex because really it's not always going to be you and they might not be listening or appreciate what you've even done. But I just think that even if there's one person that can take away something and go, fuck, that really made me think about something, then that's dope, man. That's dope. Especially if it matters to you. In two words quickly, how has your um, experience been in Sundown Kiki, which is, I have to mention this because apparently I have notes on it, which is in, in part with Taking Part. Taking Part is the Young Geeks Creative Engagement Department, delivers an ambition program each year, collaborating with UK leading state artists to create work with our local community. Taking Part work with thousands of participants each year, helping relationships and connections and telling compelling stories about the world that we live in. Let's go Angel, T, J, Afi, Asa. Two words, life-changing, and I'm just looking forward to performing the show. Okay, T. Challenging and nourishing. And I am really looking forward to growing enough to actually present this on stage. J. My two words are the best, and I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing each other after the show. Because I say that after every show, but they've never been uh, black or queer. It's usually a bunch of white people. And I'm like, yeah, we'll be friends after the show. Yeah. So hopefully we can actually. We better stay friends after the show. Sorry, but like, I'll I come to all to. of you. I'll stalk you. Period. Friendship. Oh my God. I literally just had it and I just left me. Um, two words. Sundown Kiki. <laughs> it's spelled really. Sundown, that's another two words. Um, it's spelled really <laughs> rewarding. And fun. I've had a lot of fun. I can say so much more, but yeah, those are two that come off my head. And what am I looking? What am I looking forward to? I I'm just looking forward to going out there and doing it. I really am just like I'm like I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm really like excited. No, not being long winded. Sorry, girl. Hey, sir. I'm gonna take a leaf out of Afi's book and say very faggy. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, very faggy. Um, I think the thing that I'm really looking forward to is like audience reaction because I genuinely don't know what they I like I don't know what we're in for but I know as hell they have no idea what they're in for yeah all right who wants to be the first victim to place super child play with Rod. Jay all right quickly so there's gonna be three uh three to four parts of this game everybody gets to go around on this are you ready rapidly 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 you're gonna answer all right yeah. Ready? If you were a movie, what would the title of that movie be? Uh, it would be Trouble in Paradise. Okay, very original. I'm here for it. <laughs> what would the storyline be? Go. Uh, it would be a superhero story, uh, but also involving space. Who's going to star in it? Name a couple of the people that would star in it. Uh, it would be me. Fucking, uh... <laughs> That's it. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> just, just be me. Um, <laughs> if... If you had a title song for this movie, what would it go like in four, three, two, one? Ah! Um, if you were a plant, what would you be? Aloe vera, because that's what my plant child is, my aloe vera. If you were a food, what would you be? Rice. Dessert. Uh, lemon cake. If you were a fashion trend or a clothing item, what would you be? Uh, the entirety of what the fuck happened in the 2010s. <laughs> if you were a phrase, what would you be? Uh, whole, uh, uh fucking weeping willikers, Batman. <laughs> this section is called best and worst or most overrated and underrated. All right. Best and worst advice given to you. Best advice given to me, uh, was always leave a room like you were never in it. Worst advice given to me. No, best advice given to me is always try your best. Worst advice given to me, I don't know. I've been given a lot of good advice. 
What is the best and worst advice that you have given to people? Uh, best advice that I've given to someone else. Stealing is really not that bad when you think about it. It depends who it's happening to and the circumstances around it. This is what I tell kids. Uh, my worst advice that I've given to someone else is probably uh, just go for it. I say that way too much. Um, best and, uh, wait, actually, most overrated and underrated show, theater, film, TV, anything like that. Overrated, the entirety of Shakespeare. Very overrated to me. Not bad, not bad, not bad, but overrated. Underrated, I don't know. I think the the, the anime Gurren Lagen is very underrated. Even though it's rated, it's underrated. It's one of the greatest. Uh, um, most overrated and underrated actor. Uh, most underrated actor is myself. Um, overrated actor is probably like, oh, I can't think of his name. It's like a, a classic white one. He was in, he, damn it. He was in Kingsman. I can't remember his name, but for some reason my mind just says overrated, even though I, I think Colin Firth? Good. Yeah, but I think he's quite good now that I remember him. I, like I, I feel like I got confused with someone else. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Ryan Reynolds, he's good, but he's not that good. He's funny. What is <laughs> happening in this game right now? Do you get quick fire. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> okay. Most overrated and underrated writer, director, or producer. Any of those three. I don't know writers, producers, or directors like a lot like that. Okay, let's move on. Most overrated and underrated singer or song? Uh, I'm gonna have to be a, a messy bitch who lives with drama and say overrated is Beyonce. She's good but she's overrated. She's good, but she's overrated. He's okay, gone. Okay, He's okay. gone. The game is over. Let's He's left. Uh, <laughs> How is nobody coming for Jay right now? If I was to say that in the rehearsal room, I'd be eaten alive. On Saturday, I'm done. I'm done on Saturday. Literally, done it's the Zoom. Fucking done at it. Literally, I'm done at it. I'm underrated. At it. Please say Michelle, just for the sake. Huh? Underrated? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, most underrated artist is Iggy Azalea. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> we have two fans for you, Iggy. Afi and Jay. <laughs> Imagine if all of you are turned to like Iggy Azalea by me by the end of this production. Just I will drop out. <laughs> if I turn I will over. be found dead in the corner. <laughs> I will not be me. I will simply not be me. <laughs> All right, next section is inspired by our favorite Lanithia Leaks. Um, you're gonna, um, it's called Who Gonna Check Me Boo? Okay, I'm going to um, name all of the cast people and you're going to rate them from one to ten. I'm joking. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not... No, no, no. You can either give them a Real Housewives tagline, a post, or if they were a Disney character, what they would be, or if they had all published a book, what would the title of it be? Out of those four options, what would you like to choose? No, I'm more immediately familiar with like a Real Housewives style tagline. Okay, cool. Um, if Afi was a Real Housewives, what would his tagline be? Go. Fem, I make Mem Marie's. <laughs> if Millie, what would Millie's be? Stylish and crass, I'll never crash. Oh, <laughs> Acer. I'll like a lollipop, never let the beat drop. Oh, these, these are so good. I know. <laughs> Jasper, I I'm good with them. Uh, Jasper, uh, 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 fuck, just that. The only That's thing it. I manage is my time and a pub. Lara, red hair, don't care. Tea, you want the tea? Just come here for me. Oh, Diego, no, so, ooh, you want a Diablo? Well, here she is. Emmanuel. Honey, I'm sweet. I'm a sickly little treat. And then Akin. Forest queen with a little bit of sheen. I'm here for it. All right. I'm so sorry. Emmanuel's housewife tagline would definitely be. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Wait for yours. Wait for your turn. <laughs> Wait for your turn. Wait for your turn. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well done. Next up is who wants to go next quickly angel okay cool angel if you were a movie what would the title of that movie be wind beneath your wings oh okay and what would the storyline be a girl has to go back to her ancestors to fix the past so the future is different oh i'm here for it who would star in it kajal and lee junki okay what would the song go like in four three two one la, 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 la. <laughs> okay if you were a plant what would you be Blossom, cherry blossom. If you were a food, what would you be? Lemon. If you were a dessert, what would you be? Rasmalai. Drink. Lassi. Clothing item or a fashion trend? Choco. Phrase. That bitch. 
that bitch. <laughs> but this section is called best of worst or most overrated and underrated mm-hmm. advice um that you have taken have be yourself that's the best or that's the best that's and the worst, worst is boys will be boys um and the what the advice that you've given i only give good advice so <laughs> love yours you have to love yourself before anyone else is going to love you okay and worst i don't get ba- i don't get bad advice okay sure all right <laughs> uh best piece of show theater movie film tv anything like that okay underrated is moon lovers color heart and rio you should have watched it overrated is avatar oh um, that movie okay cool actor <laughs> sorry actor overrated jennifer lawrence underrated iu um writer director or producer overrated hitchcock underrated oh fuck is there anyone who's oh i don't remember their name but the guy who did goblin there you go who did what goblin goblin okay mm-hmm. um a singer or song overrated i would say rolling stones or nirvana and underrated i would say mana skin all right um you have the choice for your cast what would you like to do real housewife tagline Disney character okay cool afi cruella Oh, Jay. Like Cinderella after the, like, no, 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 the fairy godmother. I'd say, okay, I'm here for that. Millie. Cinderella, like when she's sewing all the dresses, like actually like trying to do shit with her life. The new one with Camilla Cabello. Yeah, basically, but oh. like not her. Asa. <laughs> Asa is Maleficent. Jasper. Jasper. Jasper, Jasper. Oh, fuck, Jasper's hard. No, who's like Corella's like henchman? You just know the like two the guys in the leather in the black. Okay, just he's one of the henchmen. All right, yeah. Laura. Laura's uh Rapunz tangled Rapunzel. Um and uh T. T is oh fuck this is oh, why did I think I could do this Aladdin. <laughs> okay, yeah, I see that. I see <laughs> Literally, that. Literally, I can see that. Diogo. Diogo is has a new the... name, guys. Just add that to the list, please. <laughs> The evil stepmom from Cinderella. <laughs> Emmanuel. Emmanuel is, oh, you know the mice from Cinderella, the little chubby one, and he's so sweet. <laughs> he's No, he's like one of the best characters. Okay, okay. All right, next one. Who wants to be next? T, if you were a movie, what would the title of that movie be? Go. Bruh. What's the story? Uh, uh, it's like Dazed and Confused, but it's mixed race. Who would star in it? Jaden Smith. Oh. Is he gonna speak never say never? <laughs> no, that was a Justin Bieber song, first he's off. He's in it, firstly. Now he he's bigger than me, taller than me. <laughs> His arm's a little bit longer than me. Yeah. Um uh no, it would be him and I would he, he would star, I would direct, it'd be beautiful. I'm here for it. Um if there was a title song for this movie, what would it be? Okay, I'm here for it. By the way, I love your riffs and your ad libs that you do in your videos. Check them out. If you were a plant, what would you be? Um, uh, like like this thing. It's like dying, but like a like a healthy version of this one. It's like a like a tropical song. I don't know. I'm here for it. If you were a food, what would you be? Quinoa. Dessert. <laughs> Key lime pie. Drink. Black coffee. Filter. Uh, clothing item or fashion trend. Like the chain at the end of jeans, but like you don't need it. Like it's like Urban Outfitters purchased. A phrase. Ah, geez. Best and worst advice given to you. Best advice, hold yourself lightly. Worst, be less. That you've given to somebody now. Best advice, hold yourself lightly. Uh, that's one, that, that passes on, just yeah. Uh, worst advice, I'm sure you won't get caught for that. <laughs> Most overrated and underrated piece of show, theater, um, or like film and TV? Overrated. White people musicals, any of them, genuinely any. Underrated. Mm, You know what? My friend is producing a a musical called The Cherry Bomb, and it's all about trans people, and it's really fucking sick. Their name is Ariel Albuquerque. Everybody look it up. It's underrated as hell. Actor, most overrated and underrated. Overrated, Bradley Cooper. Underrated. I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> writer, director, or producer? Uh, overrated, Chris Nolan. Underrated, myself. Mm, singer <laughs> or a song? Overrated. 
Beyonce. Don't, don't start. Kate, Katy Perry. She's really okay. overrated. Uh, I'm gonna say Katy Perry. I'm gonna say Katy Perry. Underrated. I'm gonna say Denise Chyla. Fucking sick. Okay. All right. Um, which option do you want to do for your classmates? Taglines, polls, Disney character, or if they had a book, what title of the book they would have? Mm, uh, book book titles. I feel like yeah. this could get long. I'm sorry. Uh, just keep it. Just keep it like within three words. All right. If Afi yeah. had a book, what would it be called? Pose, baby, pose. If Jay had a book, what would it be called? Ar- 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 armchair, arm, ar- ar- armchair dazzle. <laughs> Is that an interior design sausage? <laughs> no, it's like really gay and it's like philosophical. <laughs> and he's telling you about life jay can i just say all you're missing is like a pipe i just want you to have a pipe you know it's exact this is what i mean this is what i'm trying to get at um millie better than you part two oh asa sass for noun insert noun I, I can't think of one. SAS for... SAS, prefer, SAS for professionals. Oh, okay. I'm here for that. Um, Laura. Guy, it's, a, it's a how-to. Laura, uh, cl- clever thought, lots of thoughts. Jasper. B- buff and humble. <laughs> Angel. G- gentle power. Akin. Merman mysteries. Duca. <laughs> Was that me? Am I the drama? <laughs> Am I the drama? <laughs> Emmanuel. Boys gotta eat. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Afi or Asa, who's going next? Afi, all right. If you were a movie, let's try and make this rapid, people. Come on. 20 pounds on the line here, 20 pounds. Afi, if you were a movie, what would the title of it be? What happened? <laughs> What would what the storyline would it be? Um, it would be like a chick flick where I live in big city London and I go back to my small town from a high school reunion. That's the whole plot. Who would star in it? Anne Hathaway would play me. <laughs> what if there was if there was a title song, what would it go like in three, two, one? I dream the dream. Time went by. That's it, girl. If you were, if you were a plant, what would you be? An elephant plant, well. If you were a food, what would you be? Oh my god, like a really cheesy pasta bake. D- uh, dessert. Tiramisu. Drink. Like a really fruity gin. Okay. <laughs> Clothing item or a fashion trend? Uh, high waisted trousers. Phrase. Work, bitch. Um, best and worst advice that you have taken. The worst advice I've taken is you should walk that ball. And best. Live life for yourself. And that you have given. The best advice I've given is live life for yourself. And the worst advice I've given is you should walk that ball. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets around. <laughs> Be- uh, overrated and underrated piece of a show, aka theater, film, or TV. Uh, overrated Hamlet. Um, no, no, not Hamlet. Hamilton. <laughs> um, Hamilton, overrated, yeah. underrated TV show called P Valley. Okay. Um, actor, underrated Nicole Bahari, overrated. Uh, I don't want to come for like women, so let me think of a man. Um, Chris Pratt, singer or song, overrated. Fucking, um, uh, what's she called? Now, now I'm coming for women. Uh, overrated singer. Um, what, I actually like her, but Taylor Swift. She's too decorated with awards. She doesn't deserve all those awards. Um, underrated Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, I agree. Tragic is my jam right now. Writer, director, or producer? Overrated director. I don't know any one of them from the boys club. Um, you know the ones I mean, you know, you know. Um, underrated D Reese. Okay. Jimmy Pariah and Bessie and yeah, just like a fab queer director. Um, for your cast, what would you like? Taglines, pose, Disney characters, or a book title? Taglines. All right, what would Jay's tagline be? Jay, strike a set yourself, set the scene, set the scene. Oh my god, sorry. Um, set the scene for uh, Hey guys, did you know that? Um, never mind. <laughs>
<laughs> Millie. So like basically, yeah. <laughs> oh, I had a good one face on. Um, I don't just write fantasies. I live in a fantasy. Oh, um, a Jasper. Um, fancy a pine. Can I say, why are y'all struggling at Jasper, by the way? Everybody's struggling at Jasper. He's an enigma. He's an enigma. I'm an enigma wrapped in cash now. Uh, uh, <laughs> Laura. Uh, it's always five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Angel. Like, what's going on? <laughs> I can. What's going on? T. I'm oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. Uh, well, what would T say? Feels so bad. Um, uh, ah! uh, that's not your tagline. Sorry. That uh, would be accurate. <laughs> um, Come on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm like, hey guys, how are you? Nice <laughs> tagline. Live, laugh, love. No drama. Um, I just love my kids and my husband. And uh, yeah, I hate drama and I hate fake bitches. And like, yeah, and I don't like and I don't like bitching about people and I don't like drama and people love to bitch and drama. And this, is drama. this is a tagline. This is a tagline. That would be her tagline. <laughs> Emmanuel. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, so sorry, so sorry. Um <laughs> now I'm doing impersonations. <laughs> You're such a dick. Asa, you're next. Oh my god, did we miss Josh off the list? Yeah, is Josh off the car? Oh <laughs> Sorry. Right. Josh's tagline would be, are you single? What do you do quickly, Josh, before we go? Jay, Josh, tagline, go. Ah! Angel, Josh as a Disney character. The best. What is, I can't remember any Disney character right now. Uh, Thick Bell. Fit Bell, Fit Bell. Um, T, as a book, what would the title of Josh be? <laughs> it would be like that. Am I missing somebody else? That's it, right? Oh, Wait, I didn't do a tagline for Angel. Yeah, you did. Did I? I forget. If you haven't, <laughs> just go for it now. I feel like you did. I feel like I didn't. Okay, go. Sugar and spice. Angel is nice. Oh. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, All right. So much more bad than me at this. Asa, are you ready? Last yeah. one. You've had time and opportunity. Make it spicy. Make it snappy. If you were a movie, what would the title of your movie be? Bitch. If, what would the storyline be? Um, about this, about about a black guy who heard someone call um someone say Snicker and went what? <laughs> Star in it. Um, Samuel Jackson. What would the title song be? In four, three, two, one. What you call me? What you what you what you call me? Yeah. If you were a plot, what would you be? This this succulent right here. This one. Be careful now. Okay. If you were a food, what would you be? Um, I would be a roti. A dessert. A creme brulee. Drink. Tequila sunrise. Clothing, item, or fashion trend? Uh, what bumps the trousers all the way. Oh. If you were a phrase, what would you be? Uh, I wish a bitch would. I feel like yours would be period. Oh, advice well. that you have taken, best and worst. Worst advice would be um, those shorts are too long. Best advice is uh, you're overthinking it. Given. Uh, best advice I've given, uh, that uh, that jacket looks really good on you. Worst advice, that turtleneck looks really good on you. Not you. Oh, my God. No, not you, right? <laughs> not you. <laughs> I mean, it's Afi as well. Afi's wearing a turtleneck. I'm just going to say that. Um, show, most overrated or underrated piece of show, theatre, film, uh, or TV? Most overrated TV show, uh, Friends, most underrated um, would be Insecure. I feel like more people should be watching Insecure. Um, P- actor. Uh, overrated, Timothy Chalamet. Underrated. Underrated? God's not me. an actor. Oh, you. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, writer, director, or producer? Overrated. Oh, my God. Um, who did Django Unchained? Oh, uh, uh, Tarantino. Um, Tarantino. Oh, yeah. Underrated. Um, director called Astari. A singer or song? Most overrated singer, I, um, I would, I would say Miley Cyrus. Um, underrated, a country singer called Orville Peck. Okay. Wait, you listen to country music? Damn. Yeah, I listen to country music. I'm here for it. All right. Um, what do you want to do with country music? Don't do that. What? I think I know Orville Pet. Yeah, he's great. No, that's not it. I just meant it as like, I didn't know that you listen to country music. 
you know what? This is a call out post. I'm calling you out. <laughs> no, because whenever we talk music, you have never, ever mentioned country music once, ever. Yeah, Hi, guys. I've never, welcome I've to China. I've never China mentioned my love for jazz. <laughs> well, okay. Let's just go with it. What do you want for your castmates? Taglines, pose, Disney character, or book titles? Book titles. Um, Afi, what would the book title be called? Story of How to Work, Bitch. <laughs> Jay. 101 and Midrifts. <laughs> Millie. Big Boobs. What? <laughs> Josh. Josh. Look over there. And there. And there and there and there. <laughs> Jasper. Buffeting, innit? A story in three parts. <laughs> Laura. How to hug gently. Angel. The windowsill. <laughs> the windowsill. <laughs> Our kid. The story of soul. Dude, open brackets, bruh, close brackets. Diogo. Diogo, how to stab a bitch in 10 days. Emmanuel. Sugar, spice, and everything nice. These were the ingredients to make Emmanuel. I like that. That brings us to an end of our games. Should I announce the winner? Uh, I mean, like, it's a tie for me between two people right now. I'm not going to lie. I think Jay and Asa are the two runner-ups. Um, I think everybody performed very well. Angel, I loved your speed. T, you were there with enthusiasm. Afi, what let me down was the taglines, just the taglines. And what Jay has is taglines. And what Asa has is like just wit. On the count of three, out of Jay and Jay and Asa, immediately. Who, who will be running? Who will become America's <laughs> top? Okay. Ready? <laughs> On the count of three. I'd rather do it in turns. <laughs> well, everybody, no. On the count of three. One, two, three. Jay. Jay. See, although we did it. Most, we did not, we're not in unison. If that wasn't in unison. Everybody just say one by one again. Okay, you Jay. say Jay. I said Jay. I said Asa. Tiebreaker. With the majority. <laughs> yeah, the majority is Jay. Oh, I thought you said Acer T. Yeah, yeah but then me and Afi said J. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. All right. You. Look at I Sorry, Acer. Sorry. But oh, you, look, you, look, huh? you look great. Like, you look like, you look great. Like, you look you're, like glowing. A bucks. you're glowing. You literally look glowing. Because I've got a light right here, so. <laughs> Jay, if um, I'm gonna, what would you like? Do you want twenty pound cash? Do you want an Amazon or do you want oops? Uh, cash. Uh, <laughs> cash money, honey. Right. I'll give it to you. I'll give and it to you. Supply. <laughs> <laughs> do you want it, do you want it coins so I can do this on side? supply of color evolution makeup <laughs> <laughs> and a yearly contract with Elite Model Management. Oh. <laughs> Jay, remember who voted for you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the people yeah. voted for you. Well done. Well done. Well done. Thank you so much. Well, everyone, that brings us to an end, and I hope you enjoyed that. I want to thank each one of the cast members for their generosity of their time, for their openness and for their banter. I will list all of the information about each one of them in the description of this podcast. Make sure to subscribe, share the love. If you haven't done so already, tag us on your stories, tag us on the Twitters, tag us everywhere. And now I will leave you as I always do. Breathe in, breathe out. Namaskar, which is copyrighted and I will sue. <laughs> Until next time, stay curious.